Welcome to the Legion Outriders podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tattooing Network. You must unlearn what you have learned. Your source for the latest Legion news, opinion, and analysis. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. John Archiquette. Will somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way? Matt Turner. I'm not afraid. And Joshua Gray. You will be. What's going on, Outriders? John, Zach, and Matt. Oh, God. Are you Why? I probably, Why? I probably need to do this in, in John, Matt, Zach orders. We're maintaining the, the, alphabet, the alphabet, yeah. alphabetical order. and then Nah, I, just leave me in, you know, on third base. That's fine. Okay. That's fair. That's the best put, base. Put, put me bottom tier. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. No, no, you're fine. Hey, how's it going, Zach? I'm doing pretty good. How's everyone else doing? Breaking news here. Zach likes to be on the bottom. Got that going. Yeah, okay, nice. that's that's uh, Hashtag bottom. We, we now We're learning know. more and more about Zach every time. <laughs> but so, if you didn't hear, uh, Josh has hung up his microphone. I'm sure he will be a guest from time to time again in the future. But he he broke the news last week after John was safely on his way somewhere else, so he couldn't freak out and kill him. <laughs> but it was quite the the tear jerking uh, post he, he made too. Yeah, he uh, poured his heart out, and that was uh, the honestly, most the most got a lot positive emotion I've seen out of him. It was weird that him. he would save it for the time he was leaving. So right. yeah, thanks for. <laughs> You know, making your legacy confusing, Josh. So, Zach, in uh, in order for you to, you know, fully fit in here and replace Josh, mm-hmm. um, we need you to dial up your angst. Yeah, what what do you hate? Yeah, what grinds your gears, Zach? Yeah, what gets you going? What really grinds my gears? Um, what spins Zach up? Facebook comments. Okay. Well, there right. you go. Okay. <laughs> Don't forget, you can leave comments on our Facebook page, Legion Outriders. <laughs> Slash Facebook. Address all of them to Zach. Yeah, just tag him on everything. Yeah, wonderful. But uh, thank you for coming out uh, back to the show. Um, yeah. I don't know, th- thanks for you. inviting me. It's wonderful to be here. Yeah, we, we have a good Legion community here, and we've got a number of players who uh, who are good at the game, understand the game, probably play more often than some of us. But Zach has that and the ability to actually you know talk in public, which is nice. Hooray, military training. <laughs> all right. Wait, really? What? You can talk in public? Uh, well, I mean, we're kind of in public right now. Okay. We, we are secluded in your Wait, broom hold closet Hold on a here, second. But... We already established you were a Marine. You didn't get to, you know, do briefings. Did you? Does, does yelling at juniors count as briefings? Uh, I guess so. Okay. Uh, there, do you have to tell go. them which end of the crayon to start from? Or <laughs> No, it's on the back the of the box. The best way to floss to get the paper from between your teeth? <laughs> we can read the instructions while we eat, okay? We're all good. Is purple <laughs> the best flavor? False. I was thinking sunburst yellow. Ooh, that's that's how you get your vitamins. Yeah, it yeah. tastes like sunny D. <laughs> uh, we're happy to have you back here, Zach, and uh, hopefully we'll you know be. People able to are keep asking, you. is he the third outrider? I don't know. We're we're still we'll you know that. we're still holding auditions. Um, yeah. Zach, the first episode you did, you know, I wasn't here for it. Got to listen to it. You did a great job. Oh yeah, this is your first time with Zach yeah. on a mic, so yeah. you're in for a treat. So I, I knew he'd be good at it after we spent, what, like a six-hour road trip? No, well, six hours hey. one way uh, on a trip down to the RPQ in Prescott. So, oh, you guys bonded? Yeah, yeah. We had yeah. some good conversations. Like, you know what? I think this dude could, could hold his own on the microphone. He, he's saying that. I'm saying I hate his guts every two seconds. <laughs> Just, like, get me out of here, but I don't want to disappear in the desert. So uh, That's probably a normal reaction to most people, I mm, think. Mm. That, you know, most people have to me, at least. So speaking of you being gone. Yeah. How is Louisville? Louisville. I'm not even opening my mouth to pronounce it now. 
Kentucky Land? Kentucky yeah. Land, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, I was in uh, Louisville, Louisville, however you want to say it. Uh, it was a good time. Uh, I was there for the National Veteran Wheelchair Games, so this is the second year I've done it. Um, last one was Orlando. Great experience. Um, some really awesome veterans to work with. You know, some really cool stories. You know, 650 guys that were there, well, guys and girls, um, 22 different events. Uh, yeah, just, you know, great Se- experience. Yeah, it seems good. Uh, I noticed you're dressed as Tiger Woods today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Actually, Wait, I'm- did you Ron Swanson have sex yesterday? Is that what happened? <laughs> He's got the red polo, the dark slacks. You know, later later yeah. on, we'll be playing a, a jazz concert with a oh, saxophone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a little, little Duke Silver on the... Duke uh, Silver, yeah. The center stage. Uh, yeah, we're, I'm wearing... For those, you know, the vis- non-visual listeners out there. I already said what you were wearing. Yeah, so. red yeah. polo shirt. Yeah, slacks, it's, it's, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. But anyways. Uh, yeah, it was a really cool experience. And the guys who, who you know, compete in that every year, just some really inspirational people. Um, if you want to look more into it... Um, just go watch ESPN. Yeah, we were on ESPN. Yeah, we made the uh, cool. the top ten awesome. list. Uh, we uh, Is that we, the na-na-na... No, no, no. That, look at you knowing sports yeah, ball. Yeah, nailed it. I mean, I've it's on only been around for like 30 years, so I'm sure I ran across <laughs> it once or twice. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it made the, the top 10. One of our uh, our Marine guys who was a two-time Super G winner, and the Super G is nuts. It's basically like if you combine, like, a Spartan race with a Tough Mudder and then have it in a wheelchair. Damn. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like, they, the, the obstacles those guys have to go over and, like, legitimately dangerous, too. I mean, there's, like, a balance beam where they've got, like, Two two by fours that you pretty much have to wheel yourself across, and they're like probably about five feet off the ground. Damn. Yeah. So you got these guys in wheelchairs who are basically you know racing one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so not taking their time beams, always. Not taking their time yeah. at all. Mm. Uh, having to pull themselves up, you know, like a rope up an incline with no without using you know your feet at all, obviously. So just all upper body strength. Yes. Incredible athletes. So I know a couple of months ago you did the winter side of those kind of games. Yeah. And you got some really cool footage skiing downhill. Yep. Did you get rollerblades? I did and not did have any rollerblades, unfortunately, yeah. no. You're not I, really trying your I best should then, have. Are you? Um, you know, I, I was kind of a skateboarder growing up, so we called those guys fruit booters. So I, 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 don't, know if I, could, <laughs> I don't know if I could you know, bring myself to doing that. Sorry for any of you aggressive skaters out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, any of you inline skater enthusiasts. Hey, look, if you're if you're like my generation, if you're one of the older group of millennials, there was a definite rivalry between skateboarders and aggressive skaters. Okay, mostly right. you know in SoCal growing up, all the people that would did the inline skates was mostly just for street hockey. Oh, really? Yeah, that was pretty much it. Oh, well, I'm sure, I, there was a couple people. I blame all those rivalries strictly on Brink and Johnny Tsunami because they definitely I divided. Yeah. Wait. So Brink was the was the skateboarding movie. It was skateboarding and rollerblades. Yeah. Yep. And then Giant Tsunami had the skiers versus snowboarders. So Disney was all about fostering these hate environments. You know what? You're probably right. That's probably exactly <laughs> where it all came from. Way way to divide us all up. Disney. Oh, Disney. Oh yeah. Causing a divided nation. Uh, speaking of Disney causing divided nation, uh, Star Wars news. What do we got, Matt? I don't know how it's devi- divisive at all, but... Uh, uh, did you see episode eight? Oh. Okay, gosh. <laughs> Bring that horse like, back out here. It was, here a, it was a legit a segue, okay? Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll agree to disagree. But uh, they unveiled the Sith Trooper that's going to be in episode nine. Dude, it looks It looks so pretty cool. sweet. Pretty sweet. And they're filling out that whole, you know, 
troops and vehicles segment of the First Order and Resistance. So maybe eventually we'll see them appear on the table. I would imagine that if they're going to do... 2022. Yeah, if they're going to do the new yeah. factions, I would imagine that would be... It would make in. sense. Because there right? really hasn't been any You know, iconic... after the Hut cartels and the pirates and all those guys get there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ewoks. And Mandalorians. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that there's kind of a lack of, of really iconic troop types in the new movies. So I think having those would be a, a definite shoe in. I heard a fun fact about the Ewoks the other day. What's that? During the entire movie in which they appear, nobody ever refers to them as Ewoks. Oh my God, you're right. There you go. That's Did, something you know now. I didn't even think about that. So yeah, was that, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> was that when they were still thinking about having them be baby? Could be. Wookies? Maybe they just didn't update the s- script, but or it just seems like the rebels are just rolling little fuzzy cannibal bears. Yeah, screw it. Like, come on, <laughs> come on down. The rebellions all equal opportunity. Let's let's get in there. Wait, knock mean, some imperial heads together. You mean they they named a Star Wars character after the fact? That's never happened before. No, no, of course not. Like uh, what? Probably Salacious Crumb. I can't imagine that he had a name rolling into production, but whatever. I, you know, I feel like uh, all the characters in the the, ta- the Tatooine, uh, the most yeah. Isley Cantina, then yeah. they all have "Hello, my name is." No, name tags right, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually curious about. It. I know they all have names. I don't know when they actually all came about, but Zach, do you know? I have no clue other than Ewoks are the most dangerous. Uh, unit that we could possibly the most get. dangerous prey. Yeah, I mean, if, oh, if vehicles e- easily. E- if vehicles ever become prevalent in this game, just no, no, we're going to have Ewok troops for the rebels to take, and they're going to have a detachment glider that drops rocks on. Uh, hey, things. you know what? Yeah, it'd be cool to get a flying unit in there. I like it. I mean, besides the the T thirty T forty seven. Sorry, forgot that even exists. Yeah. Uh, oh. All right, so a little bit and of Star San Diego Comic Con's but... going on. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. they they brought yeah. down the uh, the trooper with all the armor for people to check out, and I'm jealous, but I'm sure we'll see some stuff. They they've got the whole museum thing over at the landing pad in Disney, so hopefully, if you're still going in October, we'll see stuff there. Yeah, I, I'm I'm still down. We still need to plan that out. But, yes. Uh, yeah, and also San Diego Comic Con showed the. Preview for the new Top Gun movie, which is not nothing to do with Star Wars. But. Uh, I mean, just put a little you know, call in Red Leader or something, and then pretend. Look, I, I looked at the IMDb page, and Val Kilmer is going to be in it. Oh boy! So just his glistening abs. I hope so. They, they need, look. They need to work that CGI budget in there somewhere. Right? Oh no, he's he's been working out. He's been hitting them crunches. Oh, poor oh, Val Kilmer. Poor Val I think Kilmer. he had health issues. So I don't know. If he he, he definitely that. did. He okay. definitely did. Bunch of jerks. <laughs> I mean, have you listened to our podcast? Well, yeah. just because Josh is gone, yeah, not we got to the jerk up our it, jerk it, it, still yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We, we need to you know raise the bar for the jerk level. What's with the underprivileged? Why don't they just stop it? <laughs> yeah, like AM radio oh, going on here. <laughs> All right, so that's about it for Star Wars news, right? Um, Legion-related stuff. We got some good news here locally. Uh, looks like our good friend LJ Pena has been able to. Oh, yeah. Work his, his magic, and we're now looking at a, what, 64-player pool? Uh, we were originally at 64 Six, players. Oh, sorry, yeah, so yeah. 128. Now, now we're at 128, yep. so Friday is the first 64-player uh, pool, so that's Heat 1. If you already bought an LVO ticket, you're probably in Heat 1. Uh, over the weekend, Heat 2 opened up, so you can either play on Friday or Saturday. The top four from each of those days, and then goes to Sunday's finals, as well as having, let's see, Saturday is the dual tournament and Sunday's also a narrative event. 
So it's three days full of Legion at, wow. at LVO this year. Yeah. So Speaking of days of LVO, we still have our Rally Point qualifier coming up here. I keep forgetting to mention it again, but uh, we have tickets online, power9games.com. It's going to be October 12th and 13th. Back to LVO coverage. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's obviously another great reason to come to yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Yes. Hang out with us. But yeah, LVO. So John will be here. Yeah, I will be here. This is true. Josh might even be here. He might if his, you know, life allows him to get away. Uh, from- Zach will probably be here. My wife can kill me afterwards. Yeah, see? <laughs> It's better to dig a grave than ask permission. For the record, I, I didn't say life, yeah. not wife, just so yeah, yeah, in, case, mm, uh, no. in case Nova hears. Ah, yeah. Because <laughs> Nova's cool. I don't think Nova would be preventing him from coming to No, of course not. To, she's uh, good people. She, she's the, vo- the, the female voice you hear at the beginning. Yeah, she is. Yes. There's so every day. With, uh, with LVO being a, a two-day thing, um, Matt, do you want to do – well, I'm sorry, three-day, but you know, first day for Heat 1, second day for Heat 2 – Matt, are you going to create a second entry? You know, that's not a bad idea. To increase your odds. My name is Guy Incognito. It's Tad Murder. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what was was my, uh, not Turd Ferguson, but uh, Dirk Torkelson. Dirk Torkelson, that's right. Dirk Torkelson. Here to to play some Legion. Uh, Here's some of you boys like playing with Stormtroopers. Your accent is changing with everything you're saying. (laughs) I, I was hoping you would not notice that. <laughs> <laughs> I am just trying to look out for you, trying to help you know, increase your odds of making the cut. I mean, hey, I can be the first person disqualified. Oh, oh so double my odds of getting last place. <laughs> That's true. Since I got robbed last year. In 128th and 127th, it's uh, uh, Dork Torgelson and Matt Turner. <laughs> you please <woo>! come up. <laughs> Both of you guys, come on up here. It's like a bad episode of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt Turner. I'm here to accept my award, but I've got to go to the bathroom right now. <laughs> You know, exit stage and just put on a cowboy hat and a mustache. And like, oh, where'd that Turner fella go? Actually, I really want got you to, him. I really want you to do a costume change in the middle of LVO <laughs> and come back as Dork Torgelson. I'm gonna do uh, Hopper PI. I think <laughs> get the Magnum PI shirt going. <laughs> we'll see if people still get that reference in you know the months. What Hopper? Yeah. From talking about Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah, Stranger Things. Yeah. So. Side, uh, this little side thing here. That's all we've been doing my, today, <laughs> side things. My girlfriend definitely said, you know what? I'm watching Stranger Things, and Matt kind of reminds me of, like, a younger, more in-shape-looking hopper. Oh, isn't that kind of her to say? So, I've actually legitimately, while working at the front counter, had a young man come up and not ask if I, uh, or note that I look like him a little bit, but asked if I actually was him. <laughs> <laughs> He might have been on drugs. Uh, that's the only thing I can imagine there, but uh, that's funny. You should have totally played it off. I mean, like, actually, I am. And this, yeah. this, be- this door back here totally leads to the other side. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I, I actually had that epiphany afterwards. You know, one of those shower thoughts that you get. Yeah. It's like, no, what I should have said is like, uh, nope, actually, it's a Tide commercial. But <laughs> uh, So that's great news that we had for LVO. Yes, uh, very exciting. So good job, LJ. Way to... Uh, continuously managing you know to step up your game and uh you know and also the... thank you to everybody that let us know that suppressive doesn't stack oh yeah that too we got that a lot 
We did, um, because I feel like that's something we should probably know. Speaking but... of LJ, yes, exactly. LJ <laughs> broke it down. He's like, if it's numbers, if no numbers is no stack. And I was, but this was after he's like, oh, did you guys ever find out the answer to that? And I was like, yeah, no, we got it. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. And then he proceeded to tell us anyway. So <laughs> I mean, you know what? Like, honestly, we never give definitive, like, this is the rules. This is how it is. We're no, really... because we're never actually sure about anything ever. Yeah. So don't ever take our words as gospel. We're here to entertain, not inform. <laughs> We're here to entertain, <laughs> not explain. <laughs> but although that's why we brought Zach here. Yeah, that's why Zach's here. Zach, Zach helps us with the, uh, you know, be, being accurate, thing, <laughs> you know, knowing things about the game. Um, the other thing, too, about, uh, you know, organized play here, it looks like we got a list of more grand championships coming out. Mm. Um, and for those of you living overseas in Europe, not only are you getting all of your Legion products before we are here in the states now apparently as opposed have... to us living overseas here in america <laughs> yeah right um although man hold this dude in australia that sent us the message they got tauntauns like three weeks ago yep yeah what apparently their ship didn't sink uh, i mean yeah i guess like tauntauns can float right but <laughs> <laughs> like Tawny paddle? I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but no, they, they got their stuff in like three weeks ago. So Yeah, I posted I mean, up the other day. I was like, oh, we got dates now. I actually need to see if they've updated it because that's a Thursday again. It was supposed to be street day. And it's like, I thought they stopped doing Thursdays. Let them have it. Yeah. <laughs> but then, then he the immediately put a picture. I was like, oh, yeah, I got this. I took this picture of Tauntauns in the store like a week ago. And I was like, what? Uh, yeah, so you know, I feel like FFG is just trying to make up for the obviously the distribution over you know there or that's probably what it is. Too. On the upside down is not quite the same, <laughs> but I feel like they're just making up for the amount of uh, you know crap that Aussies have gotten from uh, GW. Oh yeah, because everyone knows that GW just loves to arbitrarily raise the prices. This is their warm and... security blanket and yeah. pat on the head. Here yeah. you go, guys. So FFG is like, you know what? We're gonna we, we realize like how you guys have been. Totally disenfranchised from the wargaming community. Here you go. So we'll shows August first. Weeks early. August first. Okay. Yeah. You know what? That's that's doable. That's what two weeks from now. Yep. yep. Two weeks from today. Yeah. I'm I'm expecting that we'll probably maybe even get the uh, shore troopers due backs like end of August. I'm hoping. Okay. That because would... September is going to be consumed with hopefully all the Clone Wars stuff. Yeah. You know what? As a rebel player, let me have a couple weeks where I've got a little bit of a one-up over the Imperials. <laughs> you know, I mean, give me some, like let me have a little bit of time before you throw the dewbacks and all of the shore troopers out there because I'm expecting a lot of shore troopers are going to show up in these gun line units now. I need to have a fun lizard-themed name for a list that includes Bosk and like a couple of dewbacks. Mm, I don't know, lizards on parade or something. It's got to be something better Jurassic than... parking lot, you know. I, I like that. See, that's good. Anything, like anything's it. better than than jump or a crisscross or whatever. Yeah. The, the... I heard that there was a Palpatine uh, boss list that was the Lizard Wizard. I like that. Yeah. You should you should play Pretty that good. just for that, just for the theme. Uh, that wasn't even mine. That was somebody else's. Oh, okay. But, uh, well, I was going to give you yeah. credit for it. Uh, I'll take it. Yep, that was me. <laughs> All me, baby. Way to go, Hop. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to get, that means I need to get my, my Sabine and Bosk, you know, opened and painted and everything first because i you know i can't have those guys just sitting there while i'm painting up all of my tauntauns that I'm oh speaking of now that you're back from traveling or yeah. we have a commission paint wait, waiting for you for last month oh just okay. so you know <laughs> don't let me forget to send that home with you appreciate that i love how you bring these these topics up 
on the air. I mean, these are, these are things. If you I don't always... put you on the spot, I'll I'll just forget. <laughs> I'm an old man, John. All right, Hopper. Uh, so yeah, looks like um, we've got some qualifier tournaments. Uh, Italy, Spain, UK has got a couple, so that's good. You know, everyone except for Australia got got representation here. I can't have all the love, okay? Yeah, we don't want them to think that it's all about the competition. And for those of you guys who are not, uh, you know, playing 100% on the tabletop, if you guys are enjoying the digital version of the game, uh, there is another tournament league starting up soon. So, it started? Um, it's, did it start yet? It started uh, last weekend, I believe, the Yavin Base Team League Season 2. So if you guys hang around either the Discord or the general Facebook, if you like watching people play... Uh, Star Wars Legion, digital on tabletop simulator. There are more than a few games that seem to be going on all the time. A lot of the streamers also have the games up where you can watch them whenever you want as well. I know we Who's we in charge s- of the Invader League stream for Twitch? Um there there's several different streamers. Okay. Um, you know, like Kingsley ha- has his own. Okay. I know uh the guys over at Yavin Base like Endless, he does his own streams as well. Okay, cool. I have to keep an eye out for those. So this is a team league, you said. So there's got there's actually like all five players teams per team. And oh, yeah. is there like super teams? There there, there are some it's got like Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant. There, there are some definite stacked uh, WWE teams in this lineup. Grave Digger, Ultimate Warrior. Um, so like, who's all on the best team? Like, what's the best team in your opinion? We're still going through the first round, so a lot of games have to be played. Okay. But um, my money is on LJ's team. Okay. Who's Who on LJ's team? team? Can't even list everybody. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> now you're putting him on the spot. All right, so how, how dare you? did not you. prep for this. <laughs> LJ's on the team, though. You know, you know what? Having got my butt kicked by him twice, that's, that's probably enough to make it a good team. Yeah. And I'm sure he only surrounds himself with the best. So. That'll be cool. Um, give us, uh, you know, I'm sure you're going to be watching some of those, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you're going to have to give us uh, the updates on how that's going. Will do, will do. I, I don't know how to operate Twitch. <laughs> <sighs> you, you kill me every time. Yeah. Every Look, this is time. why you need to replace. See, Josh was the, the tech me. person. And yeah. well, he, he and Matt. I mean, relative oh, to me, but well, mostly, yeah, Josh. I mean, you have a Twitch but, channel, so I mean, yeah, that's that, why I'm that, like, let me show you the, the whole world. <laughs> it's uh, are you gonna sing the song for us? I mean, I could, but I'm not gonna. Oh, are you gonna be our black mermaid today? I, I'll absolutely. <laughs> I'll be Terry Crews the mermaid. <laughs> Somebody did that Photoshop job, and I thought oh, it was nice. amazing. Nice. All right, so uh, we got some stuff to talk about from the live stream because so much information. We recorded the day before the live stream, and then they they dropped a wealth of knowledge on us. Um, Uh, Number one, apparently droids are bad, so there you go. Okay. (laughs) Luke's dice were hot fire, hotter than Dylon's. Yes, it was pure fire. All right. Dylon, Dylon, (laughs) Dylon, and Dylon. He spits when he rips, he rips when he rhymes. so, yeah, it looked like it was a fairly one-sided affair. How much of that do you think has to do with the circumstances? They're like playing on a three-by-three three table, and it didn't seem like it was really, I don't know, yeah, it was how not the game a would show up on a six-by-three. Well, because mostly, I mean, 
They were playing with only what we know. And as you pointed out in the last episode, uh, there's quite a bit of room left if you're even going like double boxes on this stuff. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think the droids' weight of numbers would have made a difference. So playing 500 yeah. points makes sense. I still think that there's a couple of last-minute units that are going to be added in. If not on the initial wave, then immediately afterwards. Sure, yeah. You have to, to really make them playable. Yeah. At least if you're doing, you know, against any of the original trilogy teams. Uh, I thought it was it was awesome to to see all the units painted up and had the terrain out there and everything. Uh, I, I don't know if that was the stuff that Sean Morris did, but whoever whoever did that uh, terrain. Uh, I mentioned that in chat uh, that I thought it was probably Sean Morris because yeah. I thought it looked similar to a table he done. Apparently, it was not. It was okay. uh, somebody at the FFG terrain okay. people that did it. Well, they knocked it out of the park. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. no, models, it looked really yeah. good. Models look great. Yeah. So and that, you know their their streams and and everything have been really quality. Their production quality is fantastic. I'm yeah. super impressed. And, you know, props to Luke and, and Alex for not only being good at the game developing, but also being personalities that people you can, you can talk to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, I, I don't hate having to listen to them for, you know, a while. <laughs> they're, 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 you know, knowledgeable. They're well-spoken. They can carry themselves on camera. So yeah, kudos to them. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we're going to look at the command cards because I think that was the the big oh, reveal. Boy. Yeah. <clears throat> You're listening to the Legion Outriders podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tatooine Network, recorded on location at Power 9 Games. Whether you're looking for the latest releases from Legion, X-Wing, 40K, Magic, or any of our other extensive inventory of board and card games, head to Power9Games.com and use coupon code OUTRIDER10 to get 10% off your order. Plus, shipping is free on orders over $100. Now, back to the Outriders. Welcome back, Outriders, John, Matt, and Zach. It's going to be uh, going to take a little while to get used to that. Or I'm just going to have to... I wish you had, like, if you had, like, a T in your name somewhere. I do my last name. Well, eh, as an initial, because then it could be TMZ, and easier <laughs> to remember that way. Yeah, JMZ doesn't really make any yeah, sense. Yeah, no. Coming back for the jams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's take a look at the cards that we have revealed from the the live stream. So we finally saw both Grievous's and Kenobi's, uh, all three of their three or their three cards, and there's some doozies in here. Uh, we'll, we'll start right off with uh, General Grievous. His three pip is crush them. Zach, what does that do? All right, so crush them gives an order Crushes to them. <laughs> fact. Uh, General Grievous in two units. Uh, when General Grievous issues an order to a unit. That unit gains one surge token for each defeated enemy unit. So this looks like a card you're probably not going to want to play right away, um, since you're probably not going to have too many defeated units right away. Um, I'm, I'm thinking it's you know decent. Doesn't jump out immediately at me as like wow, it's a really powerful card. What are your thoughts on it? I really like it. I think it's not only thematic, but yeah. um, we. You lay this down turn five, maybe six if you really need that last push. But, I mean, watching... Yeah. In a close game, I think this could put you over the top. Absolutely. But my my theory, or the reason why I'm hesitant with it, is as Uh a three-pip card, you're Mm -hmm. basically seeding first turn to your opponent. Right. So if you've got if you're worried about something like a a Son of Skywalker, you know... Well, suddenly you've got surges to help you out, too. True. Yeah, that's that's definitely true, and you know you're gonna need that as uh, <laughs> when you get a white defense dice with no uh, no surge for defense. 
But, you know, it's... Oh, you think there's still B1s on the table at this point? <laughs> <laughs> Legions of them. Just... Yeah. Oh, so many. <laughs> so, you're right. I mean, you play it late turn, or, you know, late game, and it's it's going to have a huge effect, I think. Just, uh... I mean, if you're getting lucky, like, taking up a call, picking off, like, sniper teams or whatever, mm-hmm. I mean, that can give you, you know, two or three right there that sure. maybe on a crucial turn. Sure. And, and you know, with... With people, you know, spamming units, you know, 10, 11 activations, mm-hmm. this is definitely going to give you, you know, an upside against those, you know, those units that might be easy to kill. So, yeah, it's, it's not bad. Uh, it, just, it wasn't one that immediately... It's not your favorite. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, did, did they it they have, don't all have to be fire. Did it have much impact in-game during the, the stream? I didn't see that portion of it. I don't recall if they played that card exactly, but... From the way I, things were going, I with, doubt they would have been able to with, capitalize with a, on it. Right. Uh, with a 500-point game, you only have so many units anyway. Sure. So kind of diminished returns on that card. Yeah. Oh, you play a Grand Army. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that, that, would be, that would be a lot different. Yeah. 12 surge tokens to you. 12 surge tokens to you. So slight segue here. So I don't know if you guys have seen the announcements for X-Wing that have been coming out this way, a multiplayer format with large ships and things like that, talking about vehicle squadrons for the ships and whatnot. Oh, cool. I'm really hoping that's kind of showing a glimmer in the distance for something we might be able to expect from Legion. For some multiplayer? Yeah. I'm always Multiplayer, you know, bigger point armies. Yeah. uh, So it's like having a T-47, like, formation with, uh, you know, Red Leader and... Somebody else zooming around, that kind of thing. So that's the first I've heard of that. It actually sounds really interesting. Yeah, you were gone, I think, while all those things were being announced. That would be the only way I would probably come back and play X-Wing is in some capacity like that. definitely Apocalypse is doing really good for 40K right now. And it's just a fast way to play, you know, with a lot of models. Sure. (laughs) I mean, that that would be really fun in this. And I could definitely see the the multiplayer would be kind of cool, especially when... You know, you get a game night and you got three people who want to play and yeah, you know, see, you isn't that the worst? Somebody sitting out, yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Cool. Okay, anyways, three pip for Grievous. So yeah, that pretty much wraps it up for that one, I think. Yep. Uh, the two pip Supreme Commander. All right, so Supreme Commander gives an order to two troopers. It states General Grievous gains one surge token for each other friendly trooper unit at range one. While another friendly trooper unit has a face-up order token, it gains Guardian 2 and can use Guardian during a melee attack. Oh, come on. We're getting Magna Guard, right? <laughs> come on. We... I would imagine that would probably, uh, that'd probably be pretty good. But with, uh, with having to have all the units within range 1, it's like, how often do you really want to bubble up your guys? You kind of want to, like, from what I've seen strategically you want to do the b1s and you kind of want to put them across a line it almost seems like um i don't know what, what are your thoughts on it zach i like the idea of general grievous holding up an idiot droid and having that get slashed <laughs> like that, that that's all i'm thinking when, when when that happens is he uses one of his claw arms from behind grabs a little idiot b1 and shoves yeah. his face no, it, right it's, in front it's of definitely him. thematic that's for sure but um in terms of actual viability if you can get somebody up close with Grievous, I think that that's great. Yeah. Just, it definitely is going to impact your play style with General Grievous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this kind of restricts him to being kind of a, you know, command role, like, near his other guys, you know, having having a bubble around him. Um, which, the guy that, you know, was it Alex or Luke that was playing the uh, we, we had 
Alex as droids, Luke as okay. clones. So it, it kind of looked like, from what I, the little bit I saw of the stream, that Alex was kind of playing him off to the side. Yep. Um, yeah. So for those that, that didn't watch the stream, um, Grievous actually flanked, went up on the high ground, Obi-Wan then met him on the higher ground by doing a backflip over uh, him. Ah, okay. They were right. setting something up. Like, <laughs> trying to highlight his scuttling abilities. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yep. And, and then uh, Grievous actually went down and started uh, wrecking face. Oh, really? It was really good. Okay, so he actually took care of Kenobi. Both were, were live at the end of it, mm-hmm. but um, he definitely took some, some good shots in and just kept on trucking and dealing out damage. So Nice. Okay, so it, it maybe, nice. maybe they didn't play <laughs> Grievous the wrong way. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just, it just seems like you're going you're gonna to want to keep him close to you know at least some of your troopers in order to play this card, have it be effective in any way. Um, what do we have for the one pip? All right, so the one pip is called Trained in Your Jedi Arts, and this is definitely the most interesting card for Grievous. Dude, first, the, the, the artwork on this card is awesome. The artwork on all these cards look pretty cool, but this one has got him, you know, with his four lightsabers. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's, it's pretty dope. All right, continue. <laughs> What's on the card? So it states, uh, General Grievous gains disengage and one dodge token. At the end of his activation, he may perform an enemy attack against each enemy unit at range one, using the following weapon, which is uh, obviously a range one weapon with suppressive, versatile, one red, two black, one white. God. All right, so this this makes up for the other two cards, which I'm not sure how powerful they are. This is really good. Like, this, like, Palp sees this and cries. Like, he doesn't have to die to get this. <laughs> Uh, so I mean, being able to disengage alone—I mean, that's that's great. If you you know, if your opponent tries to throw something at Grievous just to lock him up for a turn, there you go. You've got disengage. You're giving the dodge tokens awesome. But is yeah. that how we got away from Obi Wan? Yep. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But man, I mean, being able to shoot that at everything within range one—if you—if your opponent bubbles up too much and you throw him out, oh man, <laughs> that's that, that's that's a really really good card. Uh, did he use that one in the in the game against yep. Obi Wan? Uh, disengaged from Obi Wan, went kind of in the middle of some clones, but he could still hit Obi Wan at range one. Oh, so nice. if you shenanigans, wanna, pretty much. Yeah, Obi Wan was super high up, but he had line of sight and within range one. So yeah. somehow he's whirlwind well, lightsabering, suppressive everything. I mean, if you saw the cartoon, you know. Grievous is a monster, so not yeah, compl- yeah. Compl- not out of his wheelhouse at all. No, and, and from what we already know on his card, he's he looks like he's going to be a very good commander. Um, you know, despite what I personally don't think are like two super powerful other cards, like I think that card is great, and I think that he's he's going to be a you know, well. Awesome you can drop character. those cards when you're having to compete for command card slots with like Newt Gunray and whatnot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> 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 Oh, God. All right. So, General Kenobi. We got uh, his three-pip card is actually called General Kenobi. And uh, what does that one do? (laughs) All right. So, uh, General Kenobi gives out an order to, uh, obviously, Obi-Wan Kenobi and two other units. When Obi-Wan Kenobi issues an order to a unit, that unit gains one surge token for each other friendly unit at range one of it. Okay, so another card. It's kind of similar to what we've got from uh, from Grievous. Um, this one gives surge tokens for each other friendly unit in range one of it. So I, that's that's good, and especially since a lot of these units that we're seeing in the Clone Wars stuff don't have the surges built on the card. 
Right. Um, right. It looks it looks like a lot of them are going to require surge tokens to something really be to hand them out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we kind of took that for granted with uh, you know with the original trilogy stuff. A lot of the stuff had either surge to hit and or surge to defense. So we're going to see a lot of surge tokens being used in this new set. I think. Uh, two pip card. We got knowledge and defense. What does this one do? All right, so Knowledge and Defense gives you uh, orders out to two troopers, and it states Obi-Wan Kenobi gains one dodge token for each other friendly trooper unit at range one. Obi-Wan Kenobi can use Guardian during a melee attack as well. So uh, this one I think is really good, uh, mostly because Obi-Wan Kenobi has the ability to, you know, to do Guardian for other units. Uh, we see how, how good his defensive stuff is you know, for deflecting you know oh, yeah. four guys nearby so you're gonna want to keep him close to your troops anyway uh you know and then having him being able to get multiple dodge tokens this way uh using guardian during melee yeah now what, what are your thoughts do you think it's a, do you think it's a strong card i think any um any of these cards that are given the mechanic to guardian during melee i think that that's just going to elevate how you know that's not a mechanic yet so yeah. search tokens are obviously new but guardian now that's kind of the weak point of it is, okay, well, if I'm in melee, I can just punch Palp in his face. <laughs> but now, now, are coming out. <laughs> but, so I'm excited. And with, with more units having the ability to do melee, um, you know, with seeing Luke and Sabine together, you know, both of those are, are pretty good melee units. You know, having, Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say, you All know, right. Luke's, a, Luke's a decent, decent model. <laughs> a solid <Okay>. man. Yeah. <laughs> man plus. Uh, what do you think of that card, Matt? Sounds great. Big fan. I hope we see more of that, as you said. Just having something. I, I want it for Empire. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, too bad. Oh, I got two Rebel players on the field now? Yeah, this, is, then, uh, yeah. this is weird. Because well, you're kind of a both-way player, yeah, right? I mean, I'm probably 75% You're bi-faction, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm going to be tri-faction here soon. You'll try any faction? Yeah, I mean, at least once. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we got one pip card for General Kenobi, and that's uh, Hello There, which, of course, he had. Of course, yeah. I love the meme potential. I love it. I mean, (laughs) I think it's been fully plumbed. (laughs) So, yeah, what uh, what does that that card say? All right, so it says, Obi-Wan Kenobi gains nimble at the start of the activation phase. So good. Obi-Wan Kenobi gains one aim, one dodge, one standby, or one surge token for each enemy unit at range one to two. So this is a card you're going to want to throw like late game when you've got everything all engaged, kind of all bubbled up around those center objectives that everyone's fighting over. And yeah, I mean, that's... It, it's funny because Grievous and him kind of want the same thing. They want to be bunched up around an objective, yeah. you know, mid to late game, so they can hit that. It's going to be... But uh, Grievous is, is what the two pip for that, or is that the one his one pip also? I forget now. Grievous's two pip was the one that gives you the one surge token for each other friendly trooper right. unit. So this so his was are based on friendly troopers, whereas Obi Wan's based on enemy troopers. Okay, yeah. So it looks like they're both trying to play into each other's hands there. God, but you know, if you're if you're playing, you know, both Clone Wars, you know, the clone factions, and somebody's throwing. Obi Wan one pip and someone's throwing the mm-hmm. Grievous one pip mm-hmm. at the same turn. I mean that's going to be nasty because you know Grievous is just waiting for that it's one insanity. turn when everyone's yeah. bubbled up. So yeah, you know, playing with Empire and Rebels, they don't there aren't a lot of units that require you to be close to each other. You know, like 
if you're playing Hanley or Chewy, then yeah, you need that you know close synergy to make it work. But nothing to the level that we're seeing with these with these command cards. I mean, the for the clones, well, I guess for, for both factions, there's also all the other gameplay mechanics. So for the clones where they can share their green tokens with each other at range one, so all those command cards just boost that, yeah. as well as being able to pass off their order tokens for the B1s. So uh, exactly, yeah. I'm, I'm liking the, the, the way that they're moving, I guess, these future armies. Yeah, and I think they, they both play well into each other. I think an interesting dynamic is going to be to see how they play against the older factions. Because as a rebel player, I, I like spreading out my forces. You know, I like being able to, to have a unit come out and flank somewhere. And, I mean, the Empire, they've got great ways to do that as well. So, you know, are, if you're playing one of these newer factions, are you going to be at risk of being surrounded easily or outmaneuvered because so much of your synergy requires you to bubble up? I mean, there's, I, I'm sure we're going to see different commander cards from different commanders that eventually get added. Sure. But uh, that might encourage, like, I mean, Jyn Erso plays very differently from, you know, Princess Leia, you know, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're seeing some synergies there from uh, Grievous and Kenobi mm-hmm. that kind of favors that bubbling, but who knows what else we'll see. Because I, I think that it's going to really... You say getting outmaneuvered. I say turtling up and uh, saying, come at me, bro, on the objective. Sure. But yeah. a lot of it also depends on what scenario you're going to be playing. That's true, right? too. Because so. if you're playing well, if you're playing Disarray, for example, I mean, that's not going to be fun if you've got, you know, unless you're just sacrificing one. So maybe one, sa- sacrifice one yeah. off in the corner, have yeah. your Protoss yeah. death ball in the other corner, and you're good. And that's And that's probably how, <laughs> how people would play it. Um, Throw the Joydicas out there, and it's like, all right, speed three, boys, let's get it done. (laughs) Speed three, suppressive, they'll they'll do fine. Yeah. I mean, you you get something like Breakthrough, and if you're turtling up, you might move that whole force towards me, but if I find a way to slow that bubble down and then outflank you with a bunch of expendable scoring units on the sides, you know, there's there's ways to to defeat that. So I I think that it's going to be an interesting dynamic, and I, I don't know if it's going to... I'm sure they've probably planned this out right. way ahead, so I'm not going to worry about it too much, but it's not the way I like to play. We'll put it that way. Give, give it time. We, we've only seen so few units so far. I mean, if we're yeah. just comparing the original core set to it's this okay. current You're getting Tauntauns. Set. You'll have Ewoks eventually. <laughs> well, I mean, that's part of the reason why I want Tauntauns so much. I mean, I'm looking forward to playing, like, Tauntauns, Luke and Sabine, and having stuff that can fly across the table. You know, granted, yeah. they might get all shot off by a gun line you know, within <laughs> turn two, which is probably going to happen. Stay tuned for that. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, that's the way I like to play. So having having units that have to stay too bubbled up, uh, I don't know. If it, it, it feels like War Machine. That's how War Machine was. I, I never played War Machine. If When I play clones, I'm more than happy to have everyone bunched up, using each <laughs> other's tokens, and... <sighs> That just feels like clones to me. It, sure. Yeah. It, when, when I see the, the media, the cartoons, that's what I see. All of them are around. There's chaos all around. And, hey, they're, they're doing fine. Maybe Bob the art troopers will be the ones out doing their own little special mission or something. But I mean, they are the, the few, the proud, the, the clones. So <laughs> Mbara arc. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That was good. That was a good one. <laughs> so, all right. So, speaking of Bark, uh, 
we saw what the last <laughs> card revealed. Um, he, he's good. Yeah, he's really good. That, was, that was smooth. <laughs> the, uh, Especially the, since we didn't even say that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of worked. Yeah, uh, no, I like it. <laughs> the twin laser gunner. Uh, so that was yeah. finally revealed over the stream as yeah. well. Uh, so what does uh, that card do? All right, um, so this is the attachment for, for the Bark Speeder. The Bark Twin Laser Gunner is a range one to three weapon. It gives you two black, two white, and it also get, it reduces your maximum speed by one. It is fixed front or rear, so no side arc on this guy. Okay, but it's cool. It gives you the option of having front or rear yeah. because oh, that's yeah. kind of something that sucks with you know the bikes where it's like once you've already la- you know looped past You get somebody. your little pistol shots and, you know, good day to you. Yeah. So you get regular or reverse cowgirl on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, now the model, I think, didn't didn't we hear that the model actually it can pivots? turn? It yeah. spins. That's so great. Cool. <laughs> it's a great trick. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, not a, not that expensive. Eighteen points for the upgrade, which the the bark speeder alone was already what ninety points? Was it eighty points? It wasn't overly expensive, if I remember. De- definitely not ninety. A little bit lower. And uh, so yeah, eighteen points for that. You know, for a, a weapon that throws four dice, you know, not bad. Not a bad upgrade. Um, I mean, not a, I don't think it's a must-take. I think it depends on how you want to run your speeder, especially since it's going to reduce the speed. Um, bark speeder is 75 points base. Yeah, so 75 points plus this 18-point attachment. So originally you're throwing a red, black, and a white, and now you're adding two blacks, two whites onto that. That's a nice dice pool. It is, yeah, and it's, you know, because you have Arsenal 2 with the, the Bark Speeder. Now, you'd normally be able to throw one black instead and not have the, the restrictions, so you're basically taking that in lieu of the blaster rifle, so it's a net surplus of one black and two white. So, you know, is it a must-take? No, I don't think so. Um, I think it's a, it's a, a valuable addition, I think, you know, getting getting the extra dice pool and... You know, if you if you're somebody who doesn't like having to move that fast and outpace the rest of your army, actually maybe moving it, speed. Actually, two is I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think unless you're running an army that needs to move fast entirely, I think uh, especially since the clones all kind of want to stay together anyway, mm-hmm. you might be better off moving at speed two. So, or at least having that you know the option. So, you know, a good card, not necessarily like a, a must take. Those I, are the best cards. Yeah, I, I agree. Those are the games that are, those are the cards that are not going to break the game. Yeah, you know things that. But it gives you options. Exactly. Yeah. So that kind of wraps it up for our uh, our look at all that. the stream stuff. Yeah. Yeah. One thing we wanted to bring up too. Um, so our friends over at uh, Games U, the the Critical X guys. Oh yeah. Uh, they uh-huh. had their RPQ recently over in, uh, in Arizona, and they brought up an interesting thing about strength of schedule. Um, you uh, you you. Listen to the the Critical X podcast. They talked about that. What was the the issue with it? Um, so if anyone's played Strength the Schedule, everyone already knows it's a horrible feeling when you go three and one, and mm-hmm. the other person who got three and one gets to play in the finals, and you don't. Yeah. So this uh, John Bushman or Bushfax, he explains it way better than, than I do. But the gist of it is everything's based on the percent of victory points that you scored. So. From for me trying trying to condense this into a Barney, pretty much Barney mode here. Uh, each round, you will be awarded anywhere from zero to one point, mm-hmm. and depending on how many victory points that you got, anywhere from you know oh you got point seven seven five during this round, and that is what it's being based off of. 
and at the end, apparently it works. Uh, from, from what I saw, everyone on Facebook who made comments like that more than strength of schedule, which even okay. at, at our RPQ, which yeah. went into Arizona, that kind of, that issue kind of came up as well. It did. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, there's no perfect system. No. I don't think there's going to be problems with it either way. The, the complaint that I have about this one or the, the worry that I have is when I play games, even competitively, I'm not looking to just whoop my opponent's butt and make them not enjoy the game. You know, I want both of us to walk away with it from a, like a good experience. So the first game I played, it, you know, we basically I tried to make him, make sure that he would get as many victory points as he could. I you know I wanted to win the game, but I wanted to make sure that he you know did well. Right. So you know this but, system almost encourages you to table your opponent, like don't let right. your opponent get any points at all. Which I get it; it's a competition, but I don't yeah. know. It, I think it makes the game more cutthroat than it needs to be. Okay, that's one way of looking at it. That's that's a f- fair view on that, and I go into competitions kind of in the same manner. I'm more, if I go to a competition, I want to make friends. Yeah. I'm playing people outside of my community. This is my social hour. But exactly. then again, I'm not going in with, okay, well, this year I'm going to be number one at World, so no, no friends mode, you know, hat backwards type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like that's kind of what this encourages. You know, it encourages people to, like, skunk your opponent. Like, try right. to make us your opponent doesn't do anything at all. And I don't know. To me, it's not in the spirit of the game. But then again, that's why I'm not probably winning anything anytime soon. <laughs> oh, you start. You've, you've got the best chance. Well, I don't know. We'll see how Zach does. Uh, Zach's but, a pretty good player. I yeah. don't know. I, I've been doing horribly as of late, so. Well, what, what have you been it, playing lately? It's all you. Well, that's kind of part of it. I've been playing any competitive list. Um, with Sabine out, I've been really going for. I can fit a whole lot of heroes into this Rebel Army. Ah, so okay. On, on Saturday, I, I played here with uh, Luke, Han, Sabine, and six Z six guys. Okay. So it was Flyboys on steroids. <laughs> and, <laughs> that sounds like a good list, actually. It's a and great yes. list. It's a great list. If you can actually play all those characters, uh, I'm not strong with Luke, and I'm not strong with Han, and that's okay. why I picked them. I was like, I have these. <laughs> I have these toys. I will play with these toys. Yeah. So, <laughs> what, what are your weaknesses with with Luke and Han? Are you not aggressive enough with them? Are you too aggressive with them? With Luke, I'm always too aggressive. There, okay. There's always a decisive moment in a game where I'm like, you know, I really should be patient here, and I'm like. Oh, but the farm boy really wants to slash some let's, stuff. Let's, like, let's come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm jumping over here. I'm pulling something out. And then just everything cascades down. And with Han, I never just gotten enough reps with any game with Han. Okay. So when, when I do have him out, I'm like, these command cards are awesome. If I get him close, it's fun. But I'm just not a good player with him. So Leia's normally your girl. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah. That's fair. Get some reps in. Yeah. Yeah. So at least, at least you're trying it out. I, I plan on... Sounds like a pretty fun list. It, it's fun. Like, I still have my, my core Z6s, which I know you hate Z6s over there, John. I, I still he use them. He has such a relationship with the Z6s. It's like an abusive uh, it really ex-girlfriend is. or something, but, you know, he just she'll, can't she'll, quit she'll her. She'll give you yeah. little times where she'll yeah. throw, you know, four, you know, four hits on there. And he's like, man, look at the Z6 go. And then when you need her, she just blanks across. So, you know, I, I, I know mathematically there's a reason to keep them in the list, which is why I continue to put them in my list, but I still hate them. <laughs> I, I love that hurt. <laughs> come, You're glutton for punishment. Come on, come on, that, that needs some new shoes, rolls all blanks in. 
not not today. And then the yeah. empire breaks your legs. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I'm looking forward to playing some some Luke Sabine lists. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll probably stick with just those two for right now. Maybe throw Leia in there at some point. Um, I think I think Hans is too expensive to to combine with those three with those two. But props to you for trying it out. You know, honestly, those games aren't the ones that matter. You know, get right. your reps in with lists that are subpar or that you just want to play around with, and then. If you get the competitive Nate, you know competitive bug bites you. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't uh, lock my list in for LVO just yet. Just as yet. soon as Tauntauns come out, who knows? I mean, mm. oh, I plan on I plan on, <laughs> on playing them, whether or not they're good. I plan on bringing them out there, and you know, maybe I'll find a way to combine them with Wookies. We'll see. Wookies, Ryan, Tauntauns in the battle. It's gonna be the hairiest list ever. I just got a vision of like a Wookiee Centaur Tauntaun <laughs> hybrid, and I was terrified. Wookiee Tauntaun Cavalry? Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. Ewoks on the shoulders. <laughs> it's a totem pole. Yeah. No, just... <laughs> uh, all right, well, I think that pretty much wraps up for this week. Uh, Matt, do we have We've got uh, Patreon, Patreon news, Yes, right? absolutely. So we want... Uh, Obviously, you want to thank the people that continue to support the show through Patreon and also through T-shirts. So you can still get it power9games.com. And these are the these are the good T-shirts too. Yeah, these are the these good are the, T-shirts. The these nice are the ones material. he insisted on us moving to. Only and the best for our listeners. Yeah, and they do cost a little bit more, but uh, you can feel the difference. Mm. <laughs> but anyways, uh, special thanks to Fang Zhao. Uh, who has pledged, as well as Corey Bezau. I'm sure I said that Bezu. Bezau? How do you, yeah. How do you spell it? Uh, B-E-Z-E-A-U. That would probably be yeah, Bezu. Close enough. And then uh, an Outrider special uh, pledge from Alexander Williamson. So thank you guys so much for joining us on yeah, Patreon. Thank you and very hopefully much. stop by the uh, Patreon server. I know we had somebody new stop in the other day. So if you need info, just message you know the show or find me on you know what is it the Discord. The Facebook. the Facebook. The Facebook. Face, yes. The Facebook.com. Yeah. Not on the WhatsApp or the Face app thing. No. On my, find us on MySpace. Yeah. Find, find us in the, uh, the mind information in Russia right now. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And, uh, Zach, thanks for joining us again this week. Yeah, we thanks, Zach. It. Uh, thanks for inviting me. All right. Outriders, we'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Legion Outriders podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tattooing Network. <laughs> For more from the Outriders, make sure you like us on Twitter at Legion Outriders, subscribe to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Legion Outriders, and make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for listening. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home.